Welcome to With You Every Step, the solo travel podcast that explores, explains and hopefully inspires you to travel the world by yourself. I'm your host, Michelle Lee. Welcome to With You Every Step. Today, I have someone that you may know. Who? Troy Larkin! Oh, I'm back again. He's back again. Oh, I'm a, I'm a multiple stepper. You are. Oh, you I are part it. of the stepper team. Oh, I feel like a part of the family. You are part of the family. Oh, thanks for having me back. Oh, we love having you back. Oh. And What do you we... want to chat about today? Customs. Oh, yeah. I've been through customs heaps every time I travel. Yeah, me too. But we're not going to talk about that type oh, of customs. Oh, gosh, gosh. I was ready to tell you about when I went through Thailand a few years ago. Tell me. Oh, I came into Thailand. I'd never traveled before. 2000. And nine, well, I hadn't traveled overseas, and I was very nervous about going through customs in Thailand. And I arrived, had all my bags and everything ready to go, and I got the sign that said customs, and I walked in, and there were two blokes, and one of them was laying back on a chair with his feet on the table, and I looked at him expectantly with my bags, and he just went, go. <laughs> he just waved me on, I went. Did he even look at you? Oh, barely, out of one eye on the left, went, go. And I just went, oh, that was customs, yoo yeah, I've been to a few countries yeah. where Times it's have like changed that. now. Times have changed, you know. Yeah, but there's still some countries where they're really chilled and they don't care. Mm. They don't even really like even stamp your passport and you have to excuse me, I want to stamp my passport. Can I please have Can it? you please stamp my passport? Yeah, some countries don't even care. But mm. some countries like Australia, if you're ever coming here, our customs is super, super strict. Mm. So tricky in Europe because you go through so many countries sometimes. And I was travelling by train uh, in two thousand twelve. Came into Germany on the train, no customs, no check, no nothing. And then I tried to fly out of Germany in Berlin and they're like, where's your stamp? Oh. And I was like, I didn't get one. I came in the train and the man reached for his gun and I went, no, 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 I swear, I swear. And I had to explain the whole situation and it took about half an hour, but I finally got on the, on the plane, but they were very strict on the way out. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Exciting times sometimes. It's kind of exciting. I like it. Do you? Mm. No, I don't like it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it creeps me out sometimes when they're like... It's a challenge. It's a challenge. They stare at you. Oh, I like that. And they yeah. look you at... No. And maybe I'm a criminal. Who knows? I'm oh, not. no. I'm just a traveller. Just a traveller. Mm. Like but that's not the customs we're talking about. We're talking about traditions, customs, the, the that's way people... That's right. We're not um, talking about the customs you go through. But no. if you do come into Australia, be very careful. Do your research on what mm, you can bring mm, into our country because mm. our customs are very strict. Not nuts. No nuts. No, I remember, again, I was because you, you, you often fly through Thailand to come back into Australia. And I'd stopped in Thailand for a while and I bought some peanuts and I'd forgotten, and I put them in my bag. Got to customs in Australia, and generally like, yeah, cool, cool, cool. But they went, oh, let's check. And they went, oh, and they pulled out my packet of nuts. And they went, are these blanched? I don't know what blanched means. <laughs> <laughs> go, Have they been cooked? Have they been boiled? And I'm like, no, no, I, I don't know. And they took them away, and they said, I said, I'm very sorry. And they went, don't worry. Yeah, if you're coming into Australia, don't bring no blanched nuts, because they're going to take them off you. Yeah. Oh, that was the main food. thing. Food. Yeah. Yeah, food, wood is the other mm, one. You can't come in with some wood. Blanched wood, even worse. I know. I often will declare and say that I have food like chocolate and things because that the line is much quicker. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember you told me the last time you came back from Africa, 
Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I, I said just that, declared. Yeah, because I... Because I, I never declared. No, I got nothing. I got nothing. And they went, you've got nuts. Blanched. Nuts. Yeah, they will check people that say they have nothing more than they check people that have something. Oh, interesting point. That's yeah. a good note. It's a good point. It yeah. is. It's a good tip. So when I got back from Africa, you have yeah, to tick Yeah, I've only got been... dynamite. No, don't say that. <laughs> do not say that. No. Or do and see how quickly you get through. Mm-hmm. Straight to jail. So... <laughs> You have to tick what countries you've been in and certain countries you have to go through a certain area. So I did and they just looked at my shoes. Because you went to a certain place in Africa and they uh-huh. like, don't want to check for soil and stuff. That's right. And so they just checked my hiking boots and they were like, no, you're good. No problem. Straight through. Straight through. Everyone and else took half an hour. Uh-huh. <laughs> Seriously. I was like, I felt Ooh. like waving and everyone like. I like this little travel Whoa! tip. Hello, everybody. Just lie and say you've done the naughty thing and then they'll get you. Well, it's not even naughty. You just no, have just, to declare. You've just been to certain so places. even if I have chocolate in my bag. Oh, hello. Which I pretty much always do. Yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> yeah. And so then I'll just go through yeah, the, I've, I've got, got food. I've usually got some food. In yeah. My so I go through and they go, what food do you have? I go chocolate. And they go, off you go. I'm like, yes. Thank so you. it is a good hack. Just declare right. and out you go. Okay. But that's in Australia. I don't do that in other countries because, no. well, a lot of other countries don't also need you to declare like we do in Australia. So Europe it's different. Yeah, know, most countries different. you actually you, just kind of cruise States, through. Anyway, we are way off track. No, you, st- you said customs and I started thinking about all my experiences going through different countries. Yeah, so we are actually talking about customs in countries. You don't want to do the wrong thing. So yeah, to make sure yeah. that you're doing or, the right or thing. Or you want to get involved in the right thing. Yeah, you don't, yeah. Want, to, you don't want to accidentally slip up. No, know. because there are certain things in countries that well, you don't may want to be, disrespectful. be Yeah, yeah be yeah. deceit. Perceived. Perceived as disrespectful. Without, yeah, absolutely. Without so, you knowing. You know, that's right. And we just want to get you educated. That's right. Help you out with yeah. that. Because Travel it's... education. Travel education. Yeah. Travel education. Now, I my often... my new word I've copyrighted. Don't anyone steal it. Okay. <laughs> I... With you every step, travel education. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I often like to write in different colour pens. That's random, but okay. I'm just... <laughs> How does that tie in with what we're talking about? Because if you go to South Korea and oh, you write in a red pen somebody's town. name, it's very disrespectful. Oh. Because the Put way... Put that red pen away. Yeah. It's not okay because originally the dead people had their names written in red. After they died. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd hope. They didn't yeah. do it themselves no, once they were dead. No, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do not write anyone's name in so red. So after they passed away, they, their names would be written in red. Yes, oh. the dead person didn't write their name in red before no, they died. Well, yeah, yeah. You, you, start, you write your name in red and go, wait a minute. Dead, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The custom or the, or the tradition was to write their name in red pen if they'd passed away. That's right. So, if now, so if now you write in red, it's really, really It's really bad. Cool. Okay. Yeah, so do not write anyone's name in red. So if you're ever in South Korea, just stay away from red pens. Mm, don't just, even yeah. touch them. If someone hands it to you, go, hey, 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 settle down, don't trick me here. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. get sucked into a bad, bad juju. Yeah, well, I, I seem to remember even growing up as a kid, it was not cool to write a letter or write an essay or something in red pen. Hmm. Like you just wouldn't do it, would you? Would you have written an essay in red pen? or? A... No, because the corrections used to be in red, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, red, wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I do know that in the Victorian police system mm-hmm. here in, in Melbourne, uh-huh. I know that in the charge book in the watch house, they would write... Oh, like when, when, you get, when you go to the police station and if you've and been, you're getting you've been arrested. Up. Okay, if you get written up. 
Yeah. How do you know about this? Oh, uh, I'm just very clever. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe being arrested. Oh, never mind. I've then. never been arrested. Oh, uh, yeah. I am just very, so very says. clever. So <laughs> Just well, uh, well-versed well in the Victorian um, legal system. Okay. I am. Thank cool, you very cool, much. Cool. So they would write the women's names, the women prisoners, in red. Oh, so women were no in red. just to separate them from Just them. to separate so them. That, so they knew in the charge book which okay. ones the women's were, were in red. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, in South Korea, that would not be acceptable. No, that, that, that would not fly. No. So if you go to Brazil, Ooh. there is a custom in Brazil. I've not been, but I'd love to go. I have not. I've been very close, but I haven't been. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I flew over it. Mm. I saw it on a map once. Yeah, I flew over it. If you go to Brazil, this is not something that you have to do, I'm mm. assuming. But I know a lot of tourists do it. I don't think I ever would mm. do it. What happens is that you put your hand into bullet ants. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. I've heard about this. To, you no, put I, your hands I, no, into no, angry I've, bullet ants. Oh, my God. Yes, I've seen this. I've seen it done more than once in different occasions. with. I've seen Australians go over there and do this. It's like, I think it's a tribal thing, perhaps. But yeah, it's, it is. It's a tribal custom. It's like an initiation where they would make these gloves out of grass. These sort of, they're like mitts. Yeah. And then they would get these bullet ants and they would sedate them using a, I don't know what they would use. Some kind of, some kind of like a a sap or something. Oh, I thought it was like some kind of smoke. Yeah, like a smoke room. Yeah. Oh yeah. Some way they would sedate the ants, the ants and they would get the ants and they would put them into the gloves. After a while, the ants would become active and then these young, young men as an initiation would put their hands in the gloves and the ants would bite them and it would be apparently like excruciating white hot fire pain. I've seen people pass out from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen, uh, what's that, the Australian Hamish com- and comedians? Hamish and Andy, yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah. they did it. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that. They also climbed the volcano that I climbed in Guatemala too that oh, erupted not long bit, after. A little bit of um, volcano name dropping there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Oh, you've been on the volcano, have you? I have. I, I toasted a marshmallow on it. Anyway. <laughs> you toasted a marshmallow on a volcano. I did. It's That's an active ridiculous. volcano. It's a true story. Well, is that yeah. a custom? Maybe. We customarily roast marshmallows on the volcano. <laughs> yes. That's ridiculous. And then you eat them. They were delicious. And you should <laughs> have seen how quick. You should have seen how quick they uh, got. I'm not surprised. It's molten rock. True. Very but true. yeah, so in Brazil, ants, uh, ant bites. Yeah. Painful ant bites. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> Would you no, do it? No. Uh, that maybe. Maybe to test myself. Maybe it's like a... Would, you, would it be like a peer pressure kind of situation? No. Like if everyone's I, around I, going, I, come on, we're going to do it. You do it. Come on. No, I don't bend to peer pressure. I don't know. Man, no, I don't like this. That we're jamming ants into the thing. Me neither. Or maybe if I, if I got accidentally bitten by an ant, then I'd be like, oh, yeah, that hurt. But I don't like about forcing the ants to bite you. I think that's... I agree. It's a bit odd. No. For me, it's odd. But maybe, you know, for yeah, that for It's that a culture, tradition. I don't, it's not a custom that you have to do. So no. don't avoid going to Brazil because you're going to get the ant gloves, all right? You're not, you're not going to get them on unless you choose to, I think. Yeah. I think. <laughs> it's not like you get off the plane and they're like, here's your ant gloves. I hope, no. <laughs> you, would, you thought about it. Maybe they do. <laughs> No, they don't. <laughs> I just had the visualization of, of like of getting you, off the plane when you arrive in Hawaii and there, there's the people there to, to put a put lay, a lay on, on you. you. No, you get to Brazil and like here's your ant gloves. Here's your ant gloves. <laughs> oh, really? Th- oh, wow. Thanks. Oh, I want to go home. Yeah. Yeah. No. Mm. But yeah, interesting uh, custom. If you're in Japan, mm. these, oh, I'd love to go there. These are some. You been? No, I no, haven't been to Japan. But 
if you go, these are some very important things that you do need to know. It is not acceptable to blow your nose in public. <clears throat> I'm in a lot of trouble. Me too. I, I get a runny nose all the time. Mate, I'm blow the schnoz eight or nine times a day. Yeah. I know. Well, this is a this is a um, auditory podcast, but if you saw me, you'd notice the size of my nose. It's a schnoz that needs regular blowing. It's yeah. Not that big. It's a whopper. It's not. Look at my profile, Michelle. <laughs> it's pronounced. <laughs> I have a beak. Um, <laughs> blowing your nose in public. I remember my grandfather when I was a kid because he travelled when we were very young. Well, before we were born and he travelled and he goes, oh, when you're in, this isn't Japan obviously, but he said when I was in China, he goes, it was, they found it odd that we would use handkerchiefs or, or Kleenex tissues to blow our nose. Like, oh, what would why, they use? Why would you? They're like just blowing your nose and then putting it back in your pocket. They were like, yeah, that's oh. pretty gross. They're like, oh, that's that's. I've that's always thought gross. handkerchiefs yeah. are gross. Your handkerchiefs, yeah, that's uh, me too. And then you put them in your washing machine, and then the boogers stay in your washing machine. <laughs> 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 Go on your clothes. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't like. Okay, Vito, I don't use handkerchiefs. I no, use handkerchiefs. me neither. Yeah. I use tissues as well. Yeah, but blowing your nose in public not well received in Japan. No. And also... Well, what do you do? I don't know. Bush hanky? Oh, gross! Uh, Ew! Oh, that was uh, so gross! Uh, just so you know, I covered one nostril with my thumb. Oh, no! Stop doing that! That's, I didn't really do it. I'm making a, I'm making a noise with my mouth. But, oh, that's but, so you gross! Know, you you blow it out. You Blow it out on the street. Put it on the ground. Yuck. Maybe they do. I don't know. But that surely that can't be acceptable. Maybe it's more acceptable than blowing your nose in a in a tissue and putting it in a bin. Maybe there's not enough bins. I don't know. I sound like an ignorant person here, but I don't know. I don't know If either. blowing your nose is bad etiquette, what do you do? Sniff Especially, it up. Oh, that's, that's even worse. There's nothing worse than being on public transport and the person next to me is... Oh. <laughs> I know I Mich- feel like Michelle's oh got certain uh, foibles about those sort of things. I, that really I know do. Basically laugh. I just want to hand them a tissue and then I feel like... And then they put their tissue in the pocket. Oh, no. There's no. There's no winning. You can't win. You can't win because then I feel like if I offer a tissue, they're going to think that I'm rude for offering. But then on the other hand, Why would I be? they're rude oh, for sniffing. Didn't. And you just got to sit there and listen to it. You're in a circle it. of... Of awfulness. I, I often try to get up and walk away from the sniffer. But <laughs> from the sniffer. When it's winter, it's like every second person. I'm like, just take a tissue with you. But hey, maybe they're Japanese. And maybe being blowing your nose in public is not acceptable. I never just knew sniff. this before. Okay, yeah. Because that's, that's what we've got here. The etiquette is don't blow your nose in public, but we haven't got the answer to what you do instead. Yeah, so I'm so sorry about that. write in. Tell us what you do instead. What do we do instead of blowing our nose in Japan? But in Japan, obviously, our primary eating utensil is chopsticks. Love using chopsticks. How good are you on your chopstick skills? I'm not bad. If I was using them a lot, I would be a lot better. Could you pick up a grain of rice? Ooh. That's the test. I think I would with, struggle. With your chopsticks? I think I would An do it. uncooked grain of rice. I the, think that would be easier. Rice, no, no. The cooked grain of rice, I think, is easier because it's a little sticky. Oh, see, so, I think it would be the opposite. No, because the other serious? one's hard and just like sits there. No, it'll it'll ping, ping, it'll fly off. I need to try and catch it. Because the the cooked grain is stickier and a bit of there's adhesion to the chopstick. Yeah, okay. But the test is, I've heard, the test is if you can pick up an uncooked grain of rice 
with your chopsticks, you're getting pretty good. I must be good. <laughs> oh, so says yourself. No, I actually have no idea. I yeah. don't think I would be able to do I'm, it. I'm, I, I think I have... I can li- pick up li- big things. <laughs> I can pick up a basketball with my chopsticks. <laughs> I think I've got limited chopstick skills. I think I'm... I'm probably on the lower scale of chopstick skills. Yeah, me too. I've just got, I just like, I, I need to bring the bowl right up to my mouth and basically shovel it in. But yeah. Yeah. In, but in, there is etiquette. In Japan, there is chopstick etiquette. There's a few things I've learned. When you're finished using them, don't leave them sticking in the bowl. Got to lay them across the bowl. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I learned this because if they're sticking in the bowl, that invites ghosts. Invites the ghosts to where? Uh, to the, to where you are, because that means uh, the, this is, what, this is what someone told me, was if the, their bowl, if the chopsticks are sticking in the bowl, that's like, you're not finished, there's... Oh, okay, you know, come, so... Come. It's like an invitation. When we go out for dinner with our knife and fork at a restaurant, yeah, yeah, at the there's, end, there's I that, place yeah. them together, mm. and that's how the wait staff know that you're finished. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I guess it's the same kind of thing. It's a respect thing. But I think it's also, isn't it, the way you pick up certain items as well? Yeah, yeah, never stab. Never stab them. No, no. no oh, so if you've got like see, a sushi roll, you wouldn't stick your, your or a, chopsticks or, in the middle of it to pick it up. You have oh to go from the God. outside. Look, a complete admission. I've done that so many times, especially with a dumpling. You know, it's so like a slippery dumpling. You've stabbed it. I'm just like, stab that little I sucker. have done too. Oh, my God. I have done it as well. But but not just one. Like I'll stab both of them in. Yeah, me so too. So it kind of looks like I'm like, straight in the mouth. Yeah, not acceptable. No, if you get caught doing that, it's it's poor. It's poor etiquette. It's yeah. just poor etiquette. You you won't get you won't be you won't be shunned in Japan because they'll look at you and go, oh, he's not from around here. But they'll just yeah, it's it's better if you can practice your chopstick skills and get them up to standard. I may never have that happen to me. Etiquette is a big thing in a lot of countries, though, when it comes to food and oh, the way you're so eating. Many different. Like you could never learn it all. You no, you can't. And that's why we're here to help you. Because if you go to Norway. And you're eating a sandwich, you must eat it with a knife and fork. Get out of town. Don't pick it up with your hands. Get out of Oslo. Yeah. What? Are you cereal? Not, not acceptable. Knife and fork, sandwich, cut it on the fork, in the mouth. Because for me, the Sanger, the humble Sanger, the sandwich, the Sammy, is a handheld meal by its very nature. Is yeah. it? You know, that's why, you know, it's like getting all your ingredients, jam between two slices of bread. Shove it in your gob. It's that's that's it's about handheld meal. But in Norway, not so. No, they don't so want you to on the use side your hands. So err on the side of caution and get just. I, I don't know if that's for everything to, no. that that you eat with your hands, like a burger. I'm not sure if you're meant to cut that. You should never eat a burger with a knife and fork. A pie. I don't know if they have meat pies over there. No, I'm assuming they don't. No. But can you imagine eating that with an knife and fork? I recently saw, and Australian um, listeners will will be shocked to hear this. I saw a video come out with someone at the football. They're sitting, they're watching the football, there, and they had a pie, and they're eating it with a spoon. The oh. middle of the pie. Yeah. See your face immediately shocked. I am. They shocked. had a pie, and they were eating it. It was like a viral video. They're like. What desecration is this of the humble meat pie? Eating they, it like a soup. Yeah, yeah, eating it like they had a pie and they were just eating the middle of it with a spoon. Wrong. No, wrong. You yeah, yeah. Like if, if you gob. ever did that in Australia, if you're from overseas or you're from elsewhere, sorry, you wouldn't be, you know, chastised, but you may get a couple of looks. A couple well, of you might go viral. Someone you might, might go video viral. put it online. Because yeah. mm. that is odd. Yeah, mm. if you're in Australia, you eat the meat pie 
Now, there's a bit of a tactic that we do because it's super hot on the inside. Yeah, so it's yeah, pastry yeah, yeah. and it has like a gravy, mincy kind of sauce on the mm, inside mm. to explain yeah, it yeah, for yeah, our yeah. international listeners. Yeah. Well, we should talk about Australian customs because the humble meat pie, and we're not talking about a large pie. It's a single serve, yeah. one person You can pie. hold it in your hand, yeah, but it's yeah. hot. Yeah, it comes hot. You have it all over the, you know, anywhere you go, you, you can get a meat pie. But commonly, if you go to the, the sports, if you go to the football, it's a common meal, a common, you know. AFL, not yeah. American football, very yeah, no, different. No. Common food, like you, like if you went to the football in America, you might get a hot dog or something like that. In Australia, you'll get the meat pie. And it's a single serve, one person pie. And it comes in a little alfoil tray and you pull, pull back the alfoil and you very slowly and carefully eat it because the pie is served at 100 million degrees Celsius. <laughs> yeah, they are hot. <laughs> so you can do this kind of thing where you, everybody does this. I don't even know if you're aware of this. When someone takes a bite of the pie and then you do the inhaling of the. <laughs> oh, oh, I know it so well. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you, you put this molten lava in your mouth of this pie and it's a billion degrees. So now you've got to cool it in your mouth. <laughs> So that's you're, what you do. Yeah, you're inhaling air to cool it down because it. you get the first bite and you'll taste it and you won't taste any of the subsequent bites because your yeah, taste ta- taste buds have been burnt off. Yeah. But that's the that's the that's a, the enjoyable thing about it. And they're delicious. So you must try one. Mm. And you can put some tomato sauce, not ketchup, but tomato sauce. Tomato okay. sauce, mate. Yeah. Put some tomato sauce on there and they are delicious. Mm. Oh, I remember sausage rolls are another one. Yeah, good Aussie custom. Like you get sausage rolls in in the UK, yes. Scotland, what oh, have you. I never forget what happened in the UK. Oh, what happened? Oh, I hadn't had one for ages and then I got there and I went into the shop and they had one. I was like, oh! And the, the lady, sausage roll. she was so excited. She pulled it out and she dropped it on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and I dramatically did a no. big cry and they gave me a free pizza. <laughs> free? What? <laughs> I thought you were going to say you got a free sausage roll. Yeah. No. I got a free uh, pizza because that was the last one. Got my sausage roll, got a pizza. Yeah, that was the last one. They had dropped it on the ground in the sawdust so they couldn't save it for me. So they gave me a free pizza. Oh, I like that Aussie customs. Yeah, yeah, a couple of Aussie customs around. Yeah. What are some Aussie customs? What are the ones? Saying g'day? Yeah, being friendly and saying g'day is, is a. Well, that, the, the phrase g'day, it's nowhere else. No. Australia only. G'day. Short for good day. We're very lazy in Australia, so you'll hear the way that we pronounce words. We always cut them down. Yeah, g'day. Yeah. Anyone's name, if you're a, say, shell, you're a shellsy. Mm. If you're a... Uh, If you've got a short name, they'll give you a nickname and elongate it. Yeah, Troisif, I call you. (laughs) Troisif. My name's my my nickname is longer than my actual name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But most most nicknames end with a Y. Mm-hmm. Where else have we got some customs in China? So now the opposite in China, Mm. it's not about being clean and precise. precise. Yeah, It's about slurping. It's about slurping it up. (laughs) Eating a lot of noodles in China. And are we just like nibble, nibble, little nibbles? No. (laughs) We're slurping them up. Well, it's good practice to slurp the noodles. And I think it's also a sign for the chef to know that they've created a good meal. Yeah. Because if you're slurping out there, they're thinking, oh, they're loving it. But if you're just slowly... Oh, if you're just nibbling away, they're like... They're thinking, oh, no, they're not loving it. I hate the noodles. Because if, if you're loving it, you're... <laughs> you want it in there. <laughs> 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 
quick are, as possible. Are you a slurper? Not at all. You don't like slurp? I, I, hate I, had a, it. I had a feeling you might not be a slurper. I'm even, a big slurper. Even, I love slurping. Oh, spaghetti. Love it. Oh, it, uh, be it Sichuan noodles, be it Italian spaghetti. I love slurping it. I hate it. I will cut my spaghetti with a knife. <laughs> Get out. No, I have Are to you cut lying? it. Are you lying? I'm not lying. I cut you, it with a knife. If you're sitting here right now and telling me that you cut up your spaghetti with a knife and fork. I do. Oh, my Lord. I do. I hate it when it goes up your nose. I thought I knew you. Up your nose. I thought I knew you. <laughs> We've even had pasta together. Have you not noticed? I'm not, I've cutting? never noticed. I never noticed. <laughs> You know why? I'm too busy slurping it. <laughs> Holy but smokes. I do also do it very quickly and slyly because I think it's quite embarrassing that I cut my pasta like a child. But I hate when I slurp uh, it. Like a weird child. Are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> no one else. I've never seen anyone cutting up pasta with a knife. I just, it's messy. So when you go to an Italian restaurant, I you got go, it. could I please have a knife? And they're like, they're always what on the table. For? No, they're always on the table. No, they're not. Yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a spoon. A fork and a knife. Not to my Italian restaurants. They've got a they've got a, a fork and a spoon just in case you have spaghetti. Oh my smokes! Yeah. Why don't you just order like I love spaghetti. The small pasta, like a little tube. Oh, pasta. like a penne. Yeah, penne or a oh, so or no. a ravioli. No, 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 no. You like spaghetti, but you got to cut it with. my favorite. I don't like when you slurp it and it goes up your nose. That. Never happened. What are you talking about? <laughs> must, goes up your nose. It must be the way I slurp. Oh my it, god! It finishes with a, a tail. You're a, you're a sus slurper. How do you do <laughs> Tails that? up your nose. No, does no. yours not do that? No, even in, with the size of my nose. It never <laughs> I don't understand. Okay, so you're you're a weird slurper. That's it. <laughs> I'm not a That's slurper it. at all. All right, well, no slurping for me. Well, steer clear of China. Um, I know, they'll think I'm disrespectful. The, the, you're very, I'll be cutting you're very their noodles. Rude. You're very rude. Oh, my God. Oh, well, imagine. You, you would have to get a, fo- a knife, obviously. They're yeah. not going to give you a knife with your noodles. They'll be like, no. uh, yeah. I, get- no, no. Do you know what I'll do? Go, I've done yeah, this previously. Oh, yeah, here's a knife for your noodles because you're an insane person. No, I just use the, f- oh, you've, the spoon. You cut it with the fork, yeah. No, the spoon. Or the, that, or the yeah. chopsticks, yeah. No, the spoon. What spoon in China? You're not getting a spoon... <laughs> Oh, well, you might getting like a, for the soup. Yeah. All right. Okay. I yeah. just chop it with whatever I have. I've learned something about you, Michelle. This <laughs> I'm going to keep it. Don't clean. judge me. I'm sure there's other spaghetti cutters out there. Yeah, right in. Wait, we're not going to get any emails <laughs> because you're the only person. I'm sure there's other people out there that do it. Okay, moving on. I like flowers. Do you? Yeah. Oh, well. I like um, yellow flowers. Well, not in Russia, you're not going to. Oh, why not? Because you get some yellow flowers in Russia, that is like the opposite of getting nice flowers. Yellow flowers in Russia, they symbolize the ending of a relationship. Oh, don't give me yellow flowers, anybody. Uh, would you like some daffodils? Cause no! We're over. Uh-oh. Um, End yeah. of someone's relationship. So, Russia, yellow flowers... They so if you so uh, Valentine's Day, no one's buying yellow flowers. No, no, it's all roses. No, no, red. Yeah, red. Red roses. Red, no red, yellow roses. Blue even doesn't matter as long as they're not yellow. So yellow flowers are, sim- are the sim- symbol of the end of a relationship. What? That's an easy so, way to get out of it, really, isn't yeah, it? It's like just, I really want to break out with you. I'm just going to give you a yellow flower. Yeah, and I don't have to say yeah. anything. Drop a cup. Just drop a couple of daisies and hit the road. Yeah. So if you if you come home one day and there's like a bunch of daffodils, you'd be like. 
What the heck is going on? Yellow flowers are the symbol of an end of, of something. I love shopping. <laughs> really? I do. And this, I feel like this I'm... This sounds in... like oh, an interesting topic. Uh, no, shopping. I love it. And I love being honest when I shop. Oh, really? If you go to Switzerland, there's such a thing as honesty shopping. What's honesty shopping? So if you go up into the Alps where there's people that have farms. The farm, you know, the, well, the farming community. Yeah, so. the farms. They don't have time to man their stores. Well, they're growing produce, they're selling produce, but they don't got time to sell the produce because they're growing the produce. That's right. The and great so conundrum. What they do is they have their eggs and their milk and their butter and they have it all out. and On they, sale. Yeah, and they but just... But they ain't there. No, but they just expect you to put in the amount so it's being honest. So you go to the shop, no one there, but you still, you know, you honestly shop. You honestly shop. You buy the products, leave the money. I love it. Boy, oh boy. I think it's beautiful. I can't imagine how beautiful the community is because everyone would have such a respect for each other yeah. unless someone jibs you. Yeah, there's that Ooh. one bad apple. But this reminds me when I, you know, you know, if you go traveling around Australia, you go to rural communities and on the side, sometimes on the side of the road, you'll see a little stall with some fruits and veg or maybe some eggs or something and it'll be the same deal. It'll be honesty. You get a little box for your money and everything like that. I always find that quite endearing. I really like that. I like it too. But these whole things and in you know Switzerland, what? yeah. I find that people might even pay more. I would. I would give yeah. them a little bit more too because I would feel like I don't want to give them less. Oh, yeah. You don't You don't want to under... I would never. I'd be... No. In, yeah, and terrible. I don't know if they have a price on them or not or if it's just what you feel. I'm not sure. I reckon they sure. a price. I reckon there'd be a price, yeah. Yeah. Honesty, Honesty shopping. shopping. I like that. In Switzerland. So if you're in Switzerland... And you walk into an unmanned shop, get your wallet out and get paying because it's up to you. So in Denmark, when you turn 25, Mm -hmm. as a woman, there's something that happens. What happens? There's not a level of maturity just because your brain is fully formed at this point. Hello. Yep. We're getting scientific with you. 25-year-old brain, fully formed. Yep. No, it's got nothing to do with that. Okay. Your friends get cinnamon and they throw it all over you. Well, you've never lived until you've been covered in cinnamon. That's uh-huh. what I always say. They even put on goggles so it doesn't go in their <laughs> eyes. They well, prepare for you this. don't want cinnamon in the eyes. No, not at all. And sometimes they even throw eggs and milk to blend it in. What on earth is going on in Denmark? <laughs> so wh- wh- when is it? When you, so it's just when you turn 25, your 25th birthday. For single women only. Poof, in the face with some bloody cinnamon. Only for single women. Okay, right. If you've right. got a partner, you're not getting cinnamon. Well, if, you, if you've reached 25, well, perhaps you're 25, you, d- you just don't have a partner at the time. It's, uh, well, guess what? It's cinnamon time. And it's called a cinnamon attack. Gosh, it's like a cinnamon challenge, but. Yeah. yeah. But then so what you do you know what happens? The what? They go out and party to clubs. Great. Get cinnamon and, and go I out. And I guess all the men can <laughs> smell oh, the cinnamon and be wow. like, whoop, whoop, she's single. Oh, wow. You've got to keep your nose out for the cinnamon. That's, yeah. That's an interesting custom. It is. Cinnamon is nice, though. I yeah, like the smell. I don't mind a bit of cinnamon. Yeah, yeah. No, of it's cinnamon. Pleasant. It's pleasant. Yeah, it's a pleasant smell. Well, that's interesting. So if I'm ever, if ever I'm in Denmark. Denmark, I just get the whiff of cinnamon like, oh, Someone's out on the town. And they just turned 25. They must have just turned 25. Well, your friend's looking like cake mix. (laughs) It's Groundhog Day. So if you're in the States, on the February 2nd is Groundhog Day. Not from the movie. No, not just the movie. Because there obviously is the film with Bill Murray, Groundhog Day. What some people don't know is that 
that festival that was depicted in that film is a real festival. I didn't know this. No, there you go. So if you're in Punxsutawney on the 2nd of February, it's Groundhog Day. It's been Groundhog Day since 1887. Wow, so the that's notion, a long Groundhog the, the, Day. Well, every year on the February second, on February February the second, there's they have a big festival and they there's a little box and a groundhog comes out and if it's what's sees a groundhog? It, oh, it's a, I don't know. <laughs> I immediately went to answer that question without knowing it at all. I don't know. I think it must be some sort of rodent. It's like a little possum. Yeah, a rat hog or something. I don't know. Um, maybe a mole, like a mole or something. And if you're American, your possums are different to an Australian possum. Yeah, yeah, we got like ringtails, you got opossums and stuff. Ours like are that. cute possums. American yeah, possums are not cute. They want to kill you. They do. Uh, they look mean. Well, if I if I saw this movie, the groundhog was pretty placid. Yeah, so it's like a little rodent, large like hog creature, like a you know guinea pig or something like that. On this day, the groundhog comes out, and if it sees its shadow, it's going to be another six weeks of winter. How does it see its shadow? I don't know. <laughs> it like looks in a mirror? No, uh, no. I think they've got like a, a groundhog whisperer who leans in and then he makes it up. He goes, oh, oh. yeah, he saw his shadow. Or he didn't. Rah, rah, rah. Yeah, because so, he can't talk. Yeah, but that's my guess. Yeah. If you happen to be in Punxsutawney, you know, you're like just traveling around the world. and like, oh, God, I'm in Punxsutawney, USA. It's February the 2nd. Oh, my gosh, it's Groundhog Day. There you go. On a side note, you know, customs when you're traveling. I remember a custom when I first traveled overseas, I first traveled Thailand, Lonely Planet Guide. In there it said, just so you know, when you go to Thailand, do not ever point at anything with your feet. (laughs) I know. Point with your feet? Yeah, yeah. And and immediately I was like, what? Why would I point with my feet? And then I started imagining all situations. We go, excuse me, sir, could I please have that? We're both pointing with our feet Start pointing with the feet. And then... It overwhelmed me and I started getting really worried that I was going to point at things with my feet. So I had to stop myself in Thailand going, give me one of those and one of those. Excuse me, sir. Pointing with my feet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but so that was a note. I don't know. I never did it. I, I managed to stop myself. But yeah. So if you're in Thailand, don't point with your feet. Don't point with your feet. If you're in Nicaragua, this is something I found out. How about this? They like to point with their lips. What do you mean point with your lips? Oh, uh, you know, we've got fingers. They've obviously got fingers as well. But, <laughs> I'm but, trying to do it right now. But they point with their lips. How, you know? how do you point with your lips? I don't know. So the been, opposite I'm in trying. Thailand, you not point with your feet. No, but in, in, in Nicaragua, you point with you, your lips. Uh, I, can do, I can do forward, but apparently they do left and right. Mm, 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 mm. I'm trying to do it right now. Mm, Me mm. too. I've got little miniature lips. I don't, <laughs> have, <laughs> I don't have big yeah. lips. So it's not so easy for me to point. Yeah, but you got to get some... That's not bad. I know, practicing. little duck yeah. lips going on here. Maybe before you go to Nicaragua, get your lip pointing practice in. I know, and everyone Left, listening right, right now, you're all down. trying to do it. It's really hard, yeah, isn't point, it? Try. It's point, really hard. Point over point over the corner. Point over there. Point over there. Mm. And mm. then now to, to your right. Mm. And now mm. to your left. Mm. And mm. apparently mm. you make a noise when you do that. Well, you have to. How can you not? <laughs> Every time you stick your lips out. Mm. 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 <laughs> Can't help it. Yeah, it's not easy. You can't go up, though. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you, you actually did that pretty if good. I have my, if I'm pointing with my lips and I point up, I'm only pointing to my nose. Could you please look at my nose? Mm. <laughs> and point my nose, that's about it. Try point down. Uh, no, you just very, look sad. I'm very sad. <laughs> so, There's um, a lot of fun had with that. If you're in Nicaragua and you see people lipping around, 
Yeah. yeah. They're just pointing at things. They're just pointing at things. They're not, they're not being sad and they're not trying to lick their mm. nose. Let's go back to Russia one more time. Okay. Because there is a certain custom in Russia that we need to know about. It's a certain day. You get okay. A, yeah, you get a day and it's a, it's a public holiday. It's a public holiday. You get the day off. I'm talking about 12th of September. 12th of September. Because in Russia, the 12th of September is Conception Day. What is Conception Day? Hmm, what could it be? Well, let me tell you. You get a public holiday. You get the day off from work to go home and make a baby. <laughs> In Russia, they were concerned about the longevity of the Russian people. They're like, we want to make sure that the Russian people can... We want lots of Russian people. Because it's um, cold? No, because their, their population was sort of stopping. You know, it's not, not stopping, it's but cold, you know what I mean? so people don't want to make babies. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the... Uh, <laughs> I don't know the reasons. Uh... But they noticed in their demographic, they were like, oh, well, you know, we're, we're just sort of, we're not making more people. We're just sort of stopping, you know. So like, no, nah, we need to make sure we've got heaps of Russian people to keep going. So they went, how are we going to do that? Conception day. Boom. So 12th September, you get the day off to go home and to make us some babies. <laughs> Imagine at work. What are you up to tomorrow? Uh, I think you know. <laughs> you got friends no. coming over? No. <laughs> It's just maybe a, they have. It's whoa. <laughs> uh, Michelle's moving to Russia very soon. I can't believe they have um, a day off. Yeah, the whole day off. And get this: if you have a baby on the twelfth of June, which is nine months later, nine months later, you get to win cash and prizes. <gasps> no you, way! You can win a brand new SUV. I can't. <laughs> Cash, you can win white goods, stuff. If you have a baby on the 12th of June. Oh my gosh, all these people are booking in for a cesarean. Yeah. Oh my God. And all these people are like, 12th of September, let's get cracking because we need a brand new car. Boom, oh boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It blows my mind. <laughs> <laughs> blows your mind. It oh, does. My it's Lord. so funny. There you it go. It's hilarious. So, I just. I can't imagine. So if you happen to find yourself in Russia (laughs) on the twelfth of September, empty streets. Yeah, there's no one working. Where the heck is everybody? Every business is shut. All the shops are closed. Where is everybody? That's none of your business. Imagine they did that in Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Because on our public holidays, we like to all get together and have a barbecue. (laughs) Everyone's fighting for the prize. That's why. <laughs> well, I mean the car. Uh, they're doing something for the prize. <laughs> Don't know if it's fighting. Oh, that is hilarious. Wow. So a lot of different customs all around the world. You that's find... my favourite. That's that's <laughs> certainly one of the most intriguing. <laughs> so if you find yourself around the world on these certain dates, yeah, be expected to get involved. Maybe not in Russia, but yeah, get involved. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah, I don't know if you uh, will be able to win the prize. Up to you. If you're not a Russian resident. I don't know the rules. Is that all, <laughs> is that all of Russia? I don't know. <laughs> I actually have Rus- Russian listeners. So please. Right in. Tell us about I Conception am Day. I so fascinated with Conception Day. Mm, I can barely conceive it. Um <laughs> 
<laughs> so right in, tell us about it. Are we are we on the right track here? Do we are we talking? Does this still saying, happen? Yeah, is it going on? Yeah, yeah. How's the population growth going? Has it improved because of conception? Yeah, growth? did they get rid of the public holiday once there yeah, was enough yeah, people? Yeah, yeah, they're going, whoa, whoa, too many people. Holiday cancelled. We're like, no, we're used to this holiday. We, we like bar- this holiday. We have a barbecue and then... Um, we make babies. Boop. Anyway, so if you're travelling around, there are a lot of different customs. To, to there be, are. Sorry, I'm still of. trying to get myself together after that mm, one. That one, my wordy lordy, yeah. that one made me cry. I've got mm. some tears coming in here. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. That's very funny. We hope that we have given you some tips. Hey, speaking of tips. Speaking of tips. Yeah. You're traveling around uh, tipping, like giving tipping. people extra cash. Yeah. Tipping is awful for Australians. Oh, we don't know anything about it. We don't tip. In we Australia. don't it's tip. Not, it's not in the culture whatsoever. So if we go to the US. Anxiety. Oh, oh my God. It is so bad. It stresses me out. Mm. Not that we're not gratuitous. Not that we don't like to, not that we're tight. That's right. You know, or, you know, conservative in, in giving money to people who do good jobs. It's just that it's not in our culture. We're not used to it. Mm. People here get paid a decent wage. Yeah, well, there's just, it's just the way it is. They get paid, you know, wages they get, that are. They get paid know, a decent that they wage. Don't require, they don't live off tips. They don't live off tips. Or people, you know, or anyone. Where you work, you don't live off tips. And, and even if you feel like you want to tip in certain places, it often doesn't go to the person in Australia. It will go into a pool, and that pool might get d- divided, divided out. up amongst employees, or then put towards some sort of you know, activity, or, activity something. or something. Yeah. Yeah. When I go to the US, it totally freaks me out. And I know at some places there's like twenty percent on top of the bill. Which is actually quite a lot when you're thinking going out for a dinner and then you've got to add 20% on top mm, of it. Mm. That's an extra chunk of... Yeah, you've got to, you, you got to remember it. You've got to consider it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Which we're not used to. Don't be harsh with us Aussies in the US. Please. Because we really... It's not that we don't respect it. We just don't know how to do it. We don't know how much, how much do you want. No, we don't know. I'll give you anything. Well, maybe not. Take my money. You might ask for a lot and then I don't have it and I can't give it to you and then I'll feel bad. So, but no. I'll give you everything I've got. I just feel so bad. I feel so... Okay, well, Troy's just told you. If you see Troy, just ask him. He'll give you everything he has. Take my wallet. (laughs) But it's the same with cab drivers. And I'm just not used to even having small money any. I don't carry I don't. money. I very rarely carry money. Oh, well, I do overseas. So that's another thing, is it? Yeah, when I'm overseas, I will get I'm like, I'll keep, dollar I'll, bills. I'll keep a bit of currency on me, but yeah. Yeah, which is weird because we Australia, don't have dollar in, notes in well, Australia. Well, in Australia, I don't need to carry money because you can just pay by electronic, pay, pay electronically everywhere. But Yeah, and it's also the same with tax in Australia. Our tax is oh, the included. the tax is all factored in, yeah. Where the in the U.S. The goods and it's services not. tax is all Yeah, in. so in, in the U.S. it's not. So if you go to pay for something and it looks like it's $10, when you get to the register, it will be $10 plus tax. <laughs> so you have to pay extra. Us Aussies will always kind of know exactly what we're paying when we go to the register because that's what it is yeah. always going to be. Yeah. And so when we go there, it can be a little bit hard to figure that out and get used to that. We're like, oh, am I getting bloody ripped off or something? You know, like, yeah, because you're, you're, you're like, well, hold on a second. Like the, That's not the how tax, much it was. The, the, the sign said the shirt was yeah. $10 and now the shirt's $10.75. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tipping is different all around, all around the world. The world yeah. yeah. Every country is different. It's pro-tipping or no tipping. And some it's countries it is, yeah. find it disrespectful if you tip them. In Japan, they expect good service and... Products, so they go, tipping's rude. Like, why would you tip? The service is good already. Don't you worry about it. 
Yeah, where in Australia, I will often tip maybe a dollar or two at a mm, restaurant. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I never leave a huge tip here unless it's been amazing. I might maybe leave max $5 from me. And if there's a group of us, everyone might leave that. So yeah, they might get a dollars, decent tip. Yeah. I will never leave like a $20 tip. Never. I don't think I've ever done that. Have you? No, no, no. No. Only because it's just not the way it's done. It's not no. done that way. No. We just like if you gave anything. someone, if someone gave you a $20 tip, you'd be like, holy moly. And again, you may not even get to keep it yourself mm. if you work in Australia. That's right. You may have to be obliged by your employer to put that tip into a, a jar or, or a collection. Yeah. And if you're American and you see an Aussie in America, please help them out with tipping. If you see when it comes to it and they look like they're a bit uh, freaking out, it's because they probably are. So just tell them how much to tip mm. and just be honest with it because <laughs> we really just uh, have we no idea. We usually $45, $50, you know, <laughs> just like that. Really simple, nothing serious. Uh, maybe a, maybe $60. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, don't do that. No, don't do that. Well, we hope that we have given you all the tips that you need. Mm -hmm. And we hope you have enjoyed this episode. And I have to say thank you, Troy. Thank you for having me. We are looking forward to having you back on the show another time because we always, love having you here. Always love being here. Thanks for listening to With You Every Step, hosted by Michelle Lee. We do hope you enjoyed listening. And if you did, make sure you tell everybody. If you didn't, nobody likes a Debbie Downer. Please subscribe to get up to date with our latest releases and give us a thumbs up on our social media at With You Every Step. We love to hear from you. If you have any questions or inquiries, head to the Contact Us page at our website, michellelee.com. That's also where you'll find all our blogs mentioned in the podcast. We love to hear from you and if we have inspired you to travel. Thanks for listening. Love life and adventure on.